0: Ephesians
1: chapter 6, Ephesians chapter 6, we are reading from verse 10, finally my brethren be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, Take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having gathered your waist with truth, having put, the breast, put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your, your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fairy darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints here ends the reading of his holy word hallelujah we've been talking about dressing for a successful year dressing for a successful year and we have looked at the whole armour of God, we have looked at the uh, um, shield of faith, we have looked at the helmet of, is this shield of faith was the first one was it? It was the belt of truth and then we went to breastplate of righteousness and having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Then the shield of faith, with which to quench all the darts. And last week we started talking about the helmet of salvation. Somebody say the helmet of salvation. Yes. No, the helmet of salvation, like anything, helmet is something that you put on your head. Amen. And I said to you last week that the battle starts in the mind. Amen. It's like the most important or the vital area of your life is really the way you think. In, in Romans chapter 12, he says that renewal, there's two, renewal only comes when the mind changes. Amen. And be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Hallelujah. Which means that the mind has to be renewed daily. The thing that you believe today, tomorrow you may not believe it. Are you with me? Because with new information comes new beliefs. Like strawberry lemon. <laughs> with new information, you know, because yesterday, for instance, I also learned something different. And what I learned was because I decided that this year I am going to be good. So I'm going to cut all the sugary drinks, like all the juices and everything, out of my diet. And then and then I went on to start drinking coconut water because I felt that coconut water has less sugar and therefore it's good for you. And my daughter said, no. All juices have water, have sugar. Whether coconut water, because the coconut water, unless it's coming from the coconut itself, it has been processed. Even though they tell you it is 100% natural, it's not because they've added a lot of sweetness and sugar. That is how come every coconut you taste from the can tastes the same. Meanwhile, if you take coconut from the, the tree and you drink, even from the same tree, they don't taste the same. But how come they taste the same in the, in the, it means they've added. Something so that the taste is, is leveled. You know, so as she, she educated me, I said, Yeah, okay. Then that rules out my only lifeline. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> so it, 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 it tells you that your mind, see, if you are going to change anything in life, it starts from the mind. If you are going to be a, a conqueror or more than a conqueror, it starts with the mind. If you're going to be a builder, it starts with the mind. If you're going to be successful, it starts with your mind. So your mind is really the battleground. The one that has um, what's, what's the, word? the one that has control over the mind is the one that controls you. If doubt controls you, it doesn't, your mind doesn't matter what you know in the scripture. If doubt is what is controlling you, you will become somebody who doesn't please God. Yeah. Even though you pray every day. Yeah. Because you are naturally doubtful. Doubt. You are controlled by doubt. Incidentally, our minds are formed by our upbringing. The things we see, the experiences we've had, the people we interacted with, they all help to form their mind. And they form the, thing the way we think. Our psychology is always dependent on where we were brought up, the the, the environment we grew in. And all those, things. they help to shape our mindset. And if we are going to do anything different, we have to confront the way we think. I say if we are going to do anything different, we have to confront the way we think. For instance, if you have been told as a lady that you 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 are not beautiful, you are not beautiful, you are not beautiful, you are not beautiful. It doesn't matter how much makeup you make, you don't find yourself beautiful because growing up, when you are impressionable age, you are told that you're not beautiful. It doesn't matter how many times different people you meet now tell you that you're pretty, you won't see yourself pretty. How many understand what I'm saying? For instance, where you come from, they, they, they view beauty in a certain way. You have to be a certain shape, you have to be a certain... Uh, complexion, you have to be a certain size to be called beautiful. I, are you with me? F- I'll give you an example. For, for some part of the world, when you are putting on weight, they say, Oh, you are looking very nice. Are you are prospering. You are looking very, very nice. Another part of the world, when you are reducing and, 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 and finishing. F- finishing, they call you, Oh, you are looking really nice. You have trimmed very, very well. I, you get what I'm saying? So the perspective is dependent on where you come from or how things are viewed. And they affect us. So the helmet of salvation is something that is very, very important because it protects us. Amen. So if we want our mindset to be protected, I'll give you a few exercises or a few things we must do. Amen. A few things, that a few actions a believer can take to help keep the mind fasting and functioning. The first one is to renew the mind constantly towards the word of God. So always make your mind think on the things of God. Last week we talked about it in Philippians 4.8 when we said that think on these things. How many remember? Last week said think on these things. Think on good things. Think on, on pure things. Think on true things. Think on noble things. Think on just things. Think on on lovely things. Think on these things. Don't see the negative side of everybody. Don't see the bad things. Refuse to see things that are impure. Refuse to see things that are not right. Paul says that to the pure all things are pure. Make things pure. See people the way God sees them. See things the way God sees it. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Number two, reject doubt. Part of human experience and our senses. You know, human beings, we have five senses, right? What are the five senses? Smell, sight, taste, touch, and what? Feel, no hear hear, see, smell, taste, touch, five, and and sometimes the way our 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 psyche is made up of if we these five senses don't register a thing we don't tend to believe it's there. You've got to touch it to feel it, you've got to see it to believe it, you've got to hear it to know it, you've got to. Uh, uh, smell it to sense it. Am I, I not making sense? And all these things play, play on our minds. So anything outside these five senses, we tend not to believe it. But we are told in the Bible that all things were made from things that are not seen. Are you with me? And the Bible says in, in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, without faith it's impossible to please God. For anyone that comes to God must know that he is And that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You see, if we are not having faith, if we are not operating outside the five senses that we we have, we may not be doing the right things. And you see, always doubt or Satan presents something to the five senses. You see something. something. Even when you're asleep, you see something. (laughs) Are you with me? Even in your unconscious moment, you feel something. You will hear something that can affect you. How many have heard some things that affected you? You hear something about somebody and that affects you. You hear something in general that can really kill your faith. You will see something, you will feel something, you will smell something that would change the way your perception. Am I making sense? But you have to try your best to know that life is not about only the five senses. There is more to life than the five senses. In fact, faith is greater than any of the five senses we have. Amen. And so if we pray, the Bible says the just shall live by faith. faith, not by the five senses. If you really want to be a justified, just as you have never sinned, you have to operate one of the, without, outside these five senses, by faith. Amen. I said amen. amen. Let us become faith people. We are faith people. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do everything through Christ who strengthens me. The just shall live by faith. Christ in me, the hope of my glory. Hallelujah. Greater is he that is in me, than he that is in the world. All things are under my feet, hallelujah. Yes. All those things are things that we need to believe in more than what we feel. Yes. All those things are things that we need to be strong in than what our five senses tell us. Well our five senses always registers negative. Am I making sense? Our five senses always registers what we cannot do. Our five senses always tell us that we cannot, you see, part of boxing is psychology. I mean, understand what I said. Part of boxing, if I, a greater part of boxing is not what you, how strong you are, but what you believe. If I believe that I can be this person, it doesn't matter The punch you threw at me, I believe, are you with me? There's a a boxer in a part of the world that was fighting. He says, this boxer was fighting somebody who was much smaller than him. And he knew that he could be the guy, but he said when he entered the ring, when he saw the guy, the guy looked bigger than him. So after the first two rounds, he went to the corner. He was telling the, the, the coach that, is this, this guy that I'm fighting or is somebody else? Because the guy had become bigger. The guy's punches were stronger. So up to today, after his dream match, he says he won't fight the guy. He says he, he would rather be called any name than fight the guy again because he has become very afraid of the guy. The guy too said to himself that I'll be this guy. I will shut him up. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So he said, he operated outside the five senses. Yeah. And that is why he was victorious. Uh, am I making sense? And if you operate outside the five senses by faith, then you will become victorious. Hallelujah. Yeah. It is something that has overcome you in the past. If you have faith, you overcome that thing. That's right. Something has beaten you and chased you. If you have faith, you chase that thing out. Hallelujah. Yeah. Am I making sense? The next one, keep things in eternal perspective. Salvation is the most important thing. The helmet of salvation. Uh, um, Paul says something in Philippians 1.21, For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. If I live, it's Christ. If I die, I have gain because I have salvation. I am not afraid of anything because I have Christ. My eternal salvation is secured. I have fought a good fight. My faith is intact. I believe that my soul is in his hands. Hallelujah. See, when life crashes upon you, you must remember to look up. The psalmist says, I would lift up my eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help comes from God. He is the creator of heaven and earth. How many have been crushed by some circumstances? Yeah. And I can guarantee you that you will be crushed even more in the future. But remember this, that Christ in you, the hope of your glory. Your salvation is more important than anything. Am I making sense to somebody? Keep your eyes on the prize keep your eyes you see when the weather and the storms are hitting and you can focus on the thing that is not moving the thing that is unshakable the thing that is immovable you will be, you will be safe are, are you are you, you get what I'm saying you see when you are in the, in the sea they use the compass to navigate and the compass is just a pin in a liquid thing that ha- the even though the liquid is moving up and down the compass stays on the same dial, it doesn't move. And as you focus on the compass, if it's going north, it takes you north. Hallelujah! The compass for our life is Jesus Christ. I say the compass for our life is Jesus Christ. And so long as we keep our minds and our eyes filled, stayed on Him, we are going to be secured. First Corinthians 3, 3, 11 to thirteen. First Corinthians three, eleven to thirteen says that. For no other foundation can, any, can anyone lay than that which was laid, which is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on this foundation with gold and silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear. For the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test each one's work of what sort. It is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The foundation is important. The foundation is Jesus Christ. If we build our life on Jesus Christ, it doesn't matter what comes. It doesn't matter what comes to shake us and what comes to, to, to burn us. We are still going to be secured. We are still going to be remain. Amen. Amen. Gold burns brighter with fire. Amen. Hallelujah. Number four, remember the victory that has already been accomplished. Keep your mind on the victories. How many have had some victories? Some answered prayers. Some situation that God delivered you from. Keep your mind on those things. As you go through challenges, make sure that your mind doesn't wander away from the victories. Because the victories is what will will push you on. What will spare you on that I can do it. David said that uh, the Lord did not deliver me from the hand of the bear and the hand of the lion. That same God would deliver me from this uncircumcised philistine. Hallelujah. Keep your mind on the past victories. All of us here, God has answered our prayer one time or the other. Can I have a witness? Yeah. If that is true, then this prayer to God will answer it. If God has delivered you before, if that is true, then this time around, God will deliver you as well. Never ever doubt. See, doubt always, you see, they say that the word uh, fear is an acronym. False evidence appearing real. Are you with me? And that's what Satan praise by. He gives you false evidence that appears real. And see, faith is, is also an acronym. Hallelujah. As you keep your the firm on that foundation and the authority of the word mm. in Christ the one that gives you hope. You 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 negate all the false evidence that are appearing real. Are you are you understanding what I'm saying? Faith is also an acronym like fear. Have f- stand firm on the victory that Christ won for us. Stand firm in that. Believe it. If Christ has succeeded, if this person went through and was successful, if this person was delivered, I will also be delivered. That's why we must always share our testimonies. Because our testimony makes us believe more and makes others also believe. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah. So keep sharing your testimony. It makes you believe more in the God that delivered you. Amen. And it makes others also believe in God. How many have we learned so far? Five. Number five. Find our hope in him. Psalm 73 verse 25 says that, Whom have I in heaven but you? Besides you, I desire nothing on earth, amen. Whom have I in heaven but you? There is none upon the earth that I desire besides you. Our helmet is most effective when our treasure, when we treasure what it represents, amen. Our helmet is most effective when we treasure what it represents. Listen, anything you treasure, What it represents, it becomes strong in your life. Let Christ be strong in your life. Hallelujah. Let it be your treasure. Let the house of God be your treasure. I say let the house of God be what? Your treasure. Because it represents something in your life. Amen. When people are talking down on your church, don't allow it. Because it represents something in your life. It represents something security. It represents where you are trained. It represents where you are encouraged. It represents where you are empowered. Am I making sense? If people have so much trust and so much faith and so much pride in their schools, they finished 25, 30 years ago. They still sing their anthem with such pride. They still wear their uniform or whatever with such. Uh, yeah. uh, every year they go to their, their, their school. They give the, things they don't even have to the school because it represents something in their lives. They have some strength there. I, am I making sense? If they do that for something that happened in their life for six years. And that was just that experience, seven years was just that experience. And you have the house of God that has represented and transformed your life. Changed you from a wayward person to somebody who is God-fearing, straight, and everything. Has given you a wife, has given you a husband, and all that. And somebody is talking down on that same church, and you are also helping to talk down on that church. Where is the strength going to come from? Am uh, I making sense to somebody? Yeah. yeah. It's the place that you eat from. You have to secure it. Hallelujah. You don't disrespect the, the bowl you eat from. Hello? Like somebody takes the, that same bowl and we wish in it. And, and then after you go and take the same bowl and you're going to eat from it who would do that? No, no, no. Nobody would do that. In fact, you see it as an affront to you when somebody takes the bowl you eat from and we will, it. We will it. I remember one day I went to visit somebody. This was many years ago in uh, Cambridge. I'll never forget the place. And this man gave did like a banquet with his wife, you know, and very, I mean, I, I didn't know this man. This man was introduced to me by somebody, you know, somewhere. And he said, oh, go and meet this man. He's a very, and I went to meet this man, very prestigious, you know, man, affluent, nice house and everything. And then we sat at the table, what we we're about to eat, f- nice food and everything. I sat down to eat. Then, as I said, the man has about three uh, dogs, big, you know, big, big dogs. Like two big dogs and one small dog. and as we sat down to eat, we were coming to eat and everything. The tab- nice table, everybody' sitting down. Then the dog came to sit, one big dog came to sit on a table, and then the plate, the dog was licking it. <laughs> Listen, Does when they eat? put the food in the plate, I didn't eat. Even though <laughs> it was on the, the plate that the dog licked. I don't know, for me this dog has licked all these plates here. (laughs) How many of you would have eaten from that plate? It's a very nice house. And the food looks very, very nice. Nice. And everything. But just before we're about to eat, this dog jumps onto the chair and then licks the plates. (laughs) And the people are like, oh, whatever the name is. And they didn't even take the plate out <laughs> when they served the food. They, didn't take the plate. Uh, they left the plate on it. Uh, I was like, you know, I'm, I suddenly lost my appetite. I'm alright. <laughs> I'm cool. food. <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 listen, I did not touch the food. I did not touch the food. You know, and it was it was funny. It was some way, but it's like I can't. I couldn't bring myself to it because the this image. plate that I am coming to eat from, somebody has dishonored it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because maybe the dog, the dog ate from that plate no, because the dog that, is used. Know. The dog is used to eating from the plates that everybody eats from, yeah. and the dog doesn't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, sure. And the people don't see anything wrong with the dog eating from their plates. You get what I'm saying? And, and so I felt very, very no. I felt itchy. I, even as I'm telling you this story, I am feeling this was like over 20, 25 years ago. But I remember it like yesterday. Because it just put me off. Especially now when I go to a house that people have a certain relationship with their dogs. Uh, and they want to give me like a drink or anything from a plate. I'm very careful. <laughs> Are you with me? Because some people have this type of relationship. They like the same bed with the dog. They eat from the same plate as the dog. The dog is always licking them. They don't see anything wrong with it. You do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> don't blame me. I, I, I don't feel the same way. Hallelujah. Yeah, I, 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 you get what I'm saying? In the same way, when somebody disrespects the plate you eat from, the house of God where you eat from, it's the same thing. The feeling is the same. Because now when you come to taste the food, it doesn't taste the same. Yeah. Now when the person is preaching, it does, is preaching it's preaching that's not the same. Because something has been, is violated. Something has dishonored the thing. Hallelujah. The Bible says we have treasure in earthen vessels. It's a vessel that is a, it, it's not perfect. It's, it's earthware. It's weak. It's clay. It has a lot of, sometimes it's dirty, sometimes it's clean and all that. But our treasure is in it. And we must protect that treasure. In your mind, protect the house of God. Around you, protect the house of God. Whatever people are going to say, if it's not, no, 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 don't don't talk about my church that way. If you are going to talk this way, I'm not going to be friends with you anymore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is your pastor God? No, he's not God. But it's a plate that I eat from. And I wouldn't like anybody to worry on that plate. And then serve me food with it the next time. If the food won't taste right. Oh, I didn't get an amen. amen. The food won't taste right. Hallelujah. How many agree with what I'm saying? Then let's go to the next one, the sword of the spirit. The sword of the spirit. I want us to finish today. The sword of the spirit. Now, the sword of the spirit we know is the word of God. Hallelujah. In 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, the Bible says that all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that a man of God may be completely equipped for good, every good work. Hallelujah. Every Every scripture is God's breath. Amen. God's inspired word. It is strong. Amen. I say it is strong. It is strong. In Hebrews 4.12, the Bible says something. Give me Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is living and powerful. Sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of the soul and the spirit, and of joints and marrow, and it's a descender of thoughts and intents of the heart. It goes everywhere. It cuts. It's a two-edged sword. It cuts everywhere. Let the word of God be your knife. Hallelujah. Be strong in the word of God. And in the power of of the word. Hallelujah. Be strong in it. Some of us as Christians we don't have a very healthy relationship with the word of God. I said we as Christians we don't have a healthy relationship with the word of God. We are not conversant with the word of God. We are not not filled with the word of God. Some of us we, we like to pray but we don't like to read. Hallelujah some of us will lie. But what are you praying? Prayer is a quotation of the word of God being presented to God. Are are you getting what I'm saying? If you are praying, pray according to the word. It is is the the law. If you are a good lawyer, a good lawyer presents his case by the law. Are you with me? I put it to you that at, uh, on Article 45, Subsection B, Clause 4. Oh it God. says that this, this, that, uh, on that basis, my, my client is, is not guilty. Because I am using the law to back the evidence. Are you with me? When you go to prayer, you are praying the Word of God. You see, when you go to prayer, there are two people that come. Anytime you are praying, Satan is there. And God is there. How many know that? Anytime you are praying, Satan is there. God is there. Satan is your accuser, using the word to accuse you. And God is the judge. And Christ is the the word that you have to use. And the Holy Spirit is your advocate. How many understand what I'm saying? So Satan is accusing you, Jesus Christ is the word, Holy Spirit is your advocate. The Bible says that he will bring to memory the things that you have already been taught from the word. So that you go to the word and you quote the scripture, the Holy Spirit brings a, 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 this uh or this clause or this word, this verse, this one, if you use it. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. As as the word of God says, Lord, I present the word to you and I appeal to the justice of heaven that vindicate me. And then God says that according to the scripture that the Holy Spirit has given to this guy that he has presented to me, I find him not guilty. Or I find him to receive, worthy to receive, all the things that he's asked for. Are you understanding what I'm trying to say? Yeah. But if you don't know what the word of God says, uh, Father, I come to you. In the name of Jesus, I come to you. Uh, 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 my pastor said that uh, uh, <laughs> God shall supply my need somewhere. So God supply my, no. It's like, you are, then you are not quoting the word well. This thing you are saying is not in the word. You are quoting somebody else, not the word of God. Hallelujah. Let's have a healthy relationship with the word. I say let's have a living and a thriving relationship with the word of God. 2 Corinthians 10:4 to 6. For the weapons of we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power. I'm reading from NIV. They have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pre- pretenses or pretensions that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. If you see Christ in this context, we talk about the word. And we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience. Once our obedience is complete, Amen. Oh, I said, amen. amen. Have a healthy relationship with the Word of God. How many are going to have a healthy relationship with the Word of God? Learn to let you see. Learn to do this. Whilst rather than letting uh, what do you call it, Ricky Lake, play on your device or what? What are so some of the the things? Sorry, Jim Carrey, Jeremy Carrey or or, um, give me some of the things, podcasts, like football podcasts and all this play in the background. Let the word of God play in the background as you are working in the kitchen. Let the scriptures play play in the background. It will make, you see, sometimes just as you learn songs without um, learning. How many have learned some songs you didn't learn, but you know the words? In the same way, when the the scripture is playing, the word of God sticks unconsciously in your mind. So that you'll be able to rehearse the same word. You may not know where it is in the the Bible, but you'll know what the word of God says. Am I making sense? So have that relationship so that you become conversant with the word of God. The next one I want us to talk about is prayer. Amen. He says that, and praying with all kinds of prayer. All kinds, all kinds, all kinds. Someone say all kinds. We have, how many prayer uh, kinds have we de- uh, talked about in this church? 28. 28. Was it 28. Praying always with all prayer, all kinds of prayer and supplications in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplications for all the saints. Hallelujah. Praying with all kinds of prayer. Listen, learn to pray every time you are about to take any decision. In the Old Testament, you will see this phrase, and they inquired of the Lord. And they inquired of the Lord. And they inquired of the Lord. How many have seen it before? Mm -hmm. And they inquired of the Lord. What they mean is that and they prayed and they bought the mind of God on the situation. What does God say about this situation? As you are about to accept this uh, deal or you are about to sign this contract, what does God say about it? Have you asked God concerning this, As as you are about to propose to this girl? What does God spirit of God say concerning this, this relationship? What will, prayer what, will what will prayer show you? Prayer will reveal. Are, are, you, are you getting what I'm saying? Learn to pray. And see, there are various kinds of prayer that does various things. I don't want to talk about some now. But there are prayers that you must employ. Deploy some prayers. When somebody is worrying you, you have to release some type of prayers. They're imprecatory prayers. <laughs> if you don't know, you can get oh, the, you can get, you can get the, Break you have it on the podcast, oh, Lord. isn't it? Oh, Lord. Break their teeth. We did 27 different types of prayer. 28 different types of prayer, different kinds, and they all have different powers. Break their teeth, oh Lord. <laughs> Make their ways dark and slippery. May there be an accuser standing at their right hand, constantly accusing them, and when they are brought to into a uh, judgment, may they be found guilty. Let their prayer become sin. <laughs> <laughs> That's some 109. Make their prayer sin. Hallelujah. Let their wives become widows mm-hmm. and their children beg on the streets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those, those are some kind, that, that's, that's called imprecatory prayers. Demas has forsaken me, haven't loved this world. Lord. Lord. <laughs> 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 and Hemenas <and> <laughs> withstood me. Yes. Mm. Lord. Remember. Paul prayed some of those prayers. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) David also prayed those prayers. Uh, Why have they attacked me for my loyalty they repaid me with? Hallelujah. Let me leave it alone. <laughs> Let me leave it alone. I'm, I'm rehearsing some in my mind. <laughs> Amen. Listen, we must pray at all times. Prayer is not only on the, in the morning or in the afternoon or when you come to church. Prayer doesn't have to be uh, two hours or three hours for it to be prayer. Prayer is just talking to God. It can be three minutes, it can be two minutes, it can be one minute, it can be five minutes and it's just as effective as two hours. Be very conversant with God in prayer. Amen. Oh I said amen. Amen. We must employ all the kinds of prayer and we must keep on praying all the time. In Luke chapter 18 the Bible says that and God and Jesus told the parable in that men always ought to pray and not to faint. Amen. See, prayer is something that will focus your mind. It prevents distraction. Amen. I said, let me give you five things that prayer does. Prayer prevents distraction. Prayer prevents indiscipline. Prayer prevents discouragement. Prayer prevents despair and prayer prevents defeat. I say prayer prevents distraction. Prayer prevents indiscipline. Prayer prevents discouragement. Prayer prevents despair. And prayer prevents defeat. Hallelujah. Amen. And we must also learn to pray for all the saints. That is intercession or intercessory prayers. Amen. Learn to pray for everyone. Learn to pray for all the saints. We must pray for all the saints. For the the people that are overseers of our lives, our leaders, rulers, our pastors, whatever. Pray for them. Amen. So that we might live a peaceable and a quiet life. Am I talking to somebody? And when you do this, you would ensure that this year becomes a very, very good year for you. Amen. I said amen. amen. Have we learned something about dressing for success this year?